0: And hey, what about that crazy Star Wars bar? Can you believe all the creatures in there?
1: Welcome to Panelism, the podcast where we talk about the comics and graphic novels worth having on your shelf and more. And more. I'm Taylor Trask. I'm Todd A. And Todd, it is the holiday season. Which is means. Upon us, which means. <laughs> Star Wars. You're talking Star I don't know the rest of the words. (laughs) You were singing it earlier much better than I. I, I, I That that predated me just slightly. And so I never really... You know, my familiarity
0: with all of that old SNL is from their 25th anniversary special, Uh, which I videotaped as a child and uh, then watched (laughs) uh, repeatedly.
1: Well, happy Star Wars season to you. And this is probably the last one for a while, hopefully. Hopefully. We'll (laughs) see. I know.
0: I wonder what this means because the Ryan Johnson ones have gotten canceled. I believe
1: uh-huh. the Game of Thrones ones have gotten canceled. What? Oh Benny yeah, Pennywise, well, Pennywise is doing one. Yeah,
0: they, yeah. Um, And everyone seems to be loving the Mandalorian on Disney Plus, so maybe yeah. that's where we're going.
1: <laughs> you know, let's just let's just let's just and I have not, not watched it. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Yeah, I mean, get it out of the way. And I have not watched it either. I, I've okay. seen little pieces here and there. I was going to wait save myself for when um, you know January February rolls around there's nothing else to watch although who knows at this point I was I, I've said now a few times there's just there's if I stopped if they stopped making anything new comics movies graphic novels book anything yeah. like it just stopped today forever I still wouldn't finish all the stuff I want to finish by the time I die assuming I no. live to be 90 you know it just, I mean, it w- wouldn't happen I don't I don't know it's a problem it's a problem and- And the, uh, uh,
0: related frustration I feel is that there's so much historical stuff that I want to read to just be a good, uh, human, uh, you know, citizen of literature or whatever you want to call it. And I just, you know, it's like, I want to read all the myths and, you know, all the histories and, uh, but I also gotta, yeah, but I also gotta keep up with (laughs) what's new. Um, I, Oh, yeah, sorry. totally agree with that. And I, I was going to add on, you know, we had like a couple of years ago talked about, okay, if we just did a show a week on a comic book, we had enough on our shelves to cover the next year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and yep. then you think every year we probably add a year to that. Yep. There's yep. no way. I,
1: I'm sort of thankful drawn and quarterly often does a big holiday sale and it looks like this year they did not. And I'm sort of thankful for that because I mean, they put out like 15 to 20 books in 2019 alone. I don't understand how, I mean, just if you just, if you just collected your favorite drawn and quarterly books, I'd have no room for anything else. And that's just, that's just them. So I, it's, yeah, that's what it's going to be an interesting Interesting time. And I think, you know, this all comes back to just the idea of curation. I hope, I hope to some of you listening that we provide, you know, a, some somewhat of a public service to help you sift through it all because it's, I just, this idea of curation is more, more, more needed now than I think it's ever been. And I'm not saying that we're the solution, but it's like, Christ, how do you, how, how do you get it? How do you get through it all? And here's a better question how do you get through it all and not just numb yourself to just like, kind of this dutiful, like, I have to, I'll read this and I'll read this and I'll read this. And just like, it's at some point you're just sort of going through the motions just to get it all through your head and not sort of enjoying the ride. And that's, equally yeah. a problem.
0: And especially if you're trying to write any kind of story of your own or, you know, no matter what sort of creative outlet you have, it's, you can't spend all your time consuming, no! um, And it, the way it probably works for most people, I would assume is sort of how it works for me. And when I consume some stuff that gives me more creative ideas and then, you know, so then I need, I want to create more and at least work through some of those ideas on my own. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's it's a lot. So we're now at star Wars official in Canon Skywalker movies, number nine, although I think rogue one and solo count as Canon. Yeah. Um, Of course they
1: count as, canon.
0: yeah, they're, I guess they're just not part of the how do we justify that who cares so there's 11 movies
1: yeah no. <laughs> uh
0: um and uh eight of them are definitely worth watching
1: <laughs> eight ah uh, yeah actually ooh, let me think through this eight are you can so which ones are you which ones are you ignoring um solo pre- i'm guessing
0: oh no, pre- no no i love solo you did i did love solo
1: did you see it <sighs> i did I think it it's was so fun. It was fun. I just I, – in hindsight now, I'm like, man, that should have been a TV show too. Although, the yeah. problem with Solo was that they <laughs> – Well, like, I, I liked that it was completely. over.
0: Yeah. I, I don't necessarily like the cast. Well, I'm, or but, sorry, I don't necessarily like whoever the actor is playing Han Solo.
1: I just <laughs> – it, it's weird to have a prequel when I'm like, basically the age he is in Solo is like, what, two months before he meets Luke at the cantina? I'm like, do we need to know this? Right. Like, is and, this really necessary?
0: And it makes Lando look super young.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Lando, uh, um, he'll grow up to be Billy D. Williams. You, uh, you're basically Harrison Ford now. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it was it was fine. I just, I feel like we're, I feel like what Jon Favreau's doing on The Mandalorian even though I haven't watched it all I just from everything I've heard and everybody all the reaction and the reaction from both fans and sort of the, the public at large the people who aren't huge Star Wars fans or maybe sort of like you know nerd adjacent and they couldn't they you know they they've seen it the reaction has pretty much been oh my god this is sort of what we've been waiting for since Rogue One cuz I pers- of of all of them mm, I think Rogue right. One nails it more than yeah I, oh my god that yeah. that movie perfect start to finish like you couldn't have gotten yeah. I couldn't have got better. Oh. Part of the reason I don't like solo is because it rips off some moments from Rogue One that worked yeah. really well. I'm like, we don't need that again. We we had that. What we want is baby Yoda. So it feels like Man, I, and and I'll, I'll just say this is my opening gambit. We're going to talk we're going to talk about the uh, Rise of Skywalker and spoil the hell out of it. So if you haven't seen it yet, maybe pause, come back um because yeah, there's just,
0: no getting around. Oh god no. no. Not, no this way. is not a review without spoilers.
1: Oh hell no. But I think my opening ga- my opening shot here is that it seems like now that now that it's all done, seems like they should have just given the new trilogy to Jon Favreau and just sit here, just take hmm. it all just go. Cause he clearly has, he has a, a really great talent for taking and reinterpreting a property and kind of setting the stage for others to work on it too, obviously with hmm. Iron Man, but he's done it with other stuff, other, other, other movies as we've gone. And I'm just like, man, it's it, the, the stuff he's doing in the Mandalorian is great. Why, why well, did we he- have to watch, you know, six years, five years? When did the first one did, uh, Force Awakens come out fourteen or fifteen? I should know this already. This is stupid. I think it's. That's a good question. I'm gonna say fifteen. Here it comes and yeah, I think it's 15. and fifteen. Yes. So like four years, three movies. Like all all this. All, what we really saw was Disney spend hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to basically watch two guys re-piss on the same fire hydrant. Like that's that's what we saw because we had three movies without any sort of. Like showrunner or like Kathleen Kennedy was clearly absent from the creative process. Like it just it boggles the mind. They would put this much, you know, like this is their like marquee. Other than Marvel, this is like their marquee property, and yet there was nobody there to go. What story are we telling over three movies? Like, what's the outline? There was there was no outline. It's just like, hey, JJ, what are you going to do? I'll do this. Hey, Ryan, what do you want to do? None of that. I want to do this. Hey, JG, Ooh. you're back. What do you oh. want to do? Actually, none of that. And instead, I'm going to go back to the thing that I wanted to do, and we'll do it breathlessly. I can because... tell
0: now we have stuff to get into.
1: Mm. <laughs> um,
0: but I, I wanted to start with like, how did you see it? Like in our our classic question, like you know, what day? Because yep. we're we're talking on opening weekend um, to get this this episode out as quickly as possible. So give me give me the deets.
1: I went to our sort of I forget what the I don't know, it's not a carmike it's like it's like Regal. Um we have like this little this kind of megaplex near where I live. So I went there and I actually saw it in the is it XD? I always forget. Is that the I think, I'm thinking of uh, Disney. XD. Oh, it's the it's something the big like that. the big or sort X, of X, No, no not XD. Yeah, it's, it's Cinemark XD. So yeah, um saw it in the XD theater which uh, is basically a bigger sort of Omni-like screen, although it's not an Omni. So it's not like a. um it, it sort of has the illusion of it being a little bit bigger and wrapping around you, but more on the sound. It's supposed to be more intense. Which, if you remember, I saw Blade Runner uh, twenty forty nine in that format, and holy crap, that was that was intense. This it almost seems like the mix wasn't meant for that theater, so I didn't quite feel like it was any different than going to the Alamo or something. Um, but big, big, huge crowd Friday afternoon three thirty. That was mainly I. After you said you had seen it, I was gonna wait until maybe after Christmas. I was like, "Oh shoot, I better get in there." So <laughs> it was kind of nice going to a movie with an opening day crowd. You know, totally sold out. That has been a long time since I've done that. Oh, okay. uh, it's, it's kind of fun. I, I like the energy. I've mentioned before on previous episodes. I really like the energy of an opening night or opening yeah. day crowd. So it's it was fun to get back to that.
0: Yeah. I, um, everything I heard was, you know, of course it's like the Avengers movies now and every Star Wars for the past four years. Like they're just, every single showing is packed for the first weekend mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I had friends go to the, an 8am on Friday and it was Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like even when you said three 30, I was like, Oh, I wonder if that's, you know, like, I don't know why it even occurred to me that like, it would somehow not be packed. Like, of course mm. it's going to be packed. Um, I went at uh six p m on on Thursday. Uh, the first showing in my local theater and saw it in Dolby Atmos and Ooh. um, yeah, you know, packed theater like that that vibe of like you know, people clapping as soon as the opening crawl comes up. um yeah, I, that was that was great fun. My crowd was
1: strangely subdued. I think everybody really? was just trying to tell, yeah, nobody shouted out or I didn't hear any sort of additional. Anything. It was kind of. It was very odd. I was sort of expecting. Well, surely there will be like that original cheer. But I've, it may just be everybody was just kind of there, burnt out for, <laughs> burnt out from a long you know autumn and just ready yeah. to hang out and just chill. That's my guess. Anyway. Huh. So you saw. We saw about around the same time. Um. Did you have any expectations for this? We talked to death of uh, um, Last Jedi. So if you want to, hear that. That was what two years ago.
0: Year ago. Two years. Ago, oh, is like, that. Yeah, we did. We did talk about that a lot. Did it, okay. So what was was it? The man. Now I'm trying to remember. There's one where you did an episode with Emily Kelly Kunin that I was not able to attend. Did was we? That, yeah, oh, was that Rogue One or Force Awakens? That was I I'm think. i think remembering was, now.
1: I think it was Rogue One. It may
0: have been. Was, wow, we talked, you got to dig into the the panelism slash Todd and Taylor archives because we've now covered Star Wars a lot and it's we pretty, have. pretty fun. Yeah,
1: yeah but it's like a, have, it's a Christmas tradition. Did you? Yeah, it is. Did you have any expectations though? Did you like come into uh, it going like because you you? I mean, we didn't hate Last Jedi. I think I love Last different Jedi. Different take of it. Yeah. So it wasn't like we're like, oh, f- screw that. It just at the same time, did you? I mean, with one movie left, were you sort of they're going, well, they have to do this and this and that. Uh, did you ha- Did you know what you? I, like? No, I
0: didn't know what I wanted. I did have pretty high expectations. Um, I did want some sort of like resolution thing, and I didn't want it to be like too cutesy I didn't want um I didn't want Kylo to be redeemed you know like really at all but now having seen it I would say at least not fully redeemed um so we can talk about what we got afterwards um and uh I was if anything I was wary of J.J. Abrams coming back in because I hated that idea that like he has to come fix something Mm -hmm. um and I don't remember the sequence of events of when he was announced as being this director, but I I really liked the Last Jedi. I liked how it sort of expanded the universe a little bit, Um, and I I, so yeah, that's you know I was I was hoping for something that connected to that, didn't try to retcon Last Jedi, and um, you know gave us some sort of conclusion, whatever that might be. What about yourself? You, I mean, you didn't hate Last Jedi. You no, uh, yeah but I just, it was not favorite.
1: I, I just did not like the fact that, you know, movie one set up all this stuff. Last Jedi ignored or just sort of threw a lot of it in the bin. Like, nah, that's not really relevant. Here's, here's stuff that I want to talk about, which, you know, if Ryan Johnson had done all three, that might've been interesting, but, or if JJ Abrams had done all three, or at least, you know, wrote the scripts for all three and have somebody else direct them. But it just, you know, that dissonance was weird. And then to see it flipped again, when he came back, and re- remember, originally uh, Colin Trevorrow was supposed to be the director for this one, mm. and he was fired too. He had written a pass at the script, which they, he's li- listed as a co-writer on this one. Now, um, didn't he do Rogue One?
0: Oh, okay, never mind. Of course, you ask keep, me that. I know. I, I'm gonna. I'm looking it up.
1: Uh, oh. I need to look it up too because this cl- He did Jurassic World. Jurassic no, it was Gareth World. Edwards that did. Gareth Rogue Edwards, one. thank you. Um, yeah, he's basically just known for Jurassic World, and then.
0: That's right. That's that. sorry. I mixed that up entirely. Yep.
1: That's all right. Um so yeah, Colin Trevor and strangely, I mean, just think about like I think he's like the you no know, he's the third director to have gotten fired because if you remember, uh Miller and Lord were supposed to do solo, they got fired halfway through, um, famously, and Ron Howard reshot that, rewrote and reshot that. Um uh, what's the guy? What's the kid who did the Fantastic Four terrible movie? Oh, what the hell! <laughs> it's like that guy. The oh man, Josh Stank or something like ah oh, man. It's gonna Trank Trank. There we go, Josh, <laughs> Josh Sorry, Josh. No,
0: we're 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 forever going with Stank.
1: Josh Trank. Josh Stank. Yeah, no, that's that's the Fantastic Four Stank, Stank. Uh, coming up. No, he was fire. I forget which one he was gonna do. Um, so he was fired so it's th- they've just they've just not had great luck at continuity and so to see JJ come back in and instead of like playing with what Ryan had left him he did the same thing Ryan did which is just, just kind of like go yeah we're just gonna ignore all that I mean so much really? that was sort of important yeah. oh my god so much that was important in the last Jedi just got glazed completely over um, including that ending it's like yeah look at other people in the universe might have the you know might be force sensitive too, and that's cool now lead somewhere and he's mm. JJ's like no it won't and I'm like and by the way I'm bringing back the Knights of Ren, and they're not going to matter at all. It's like, just because. Just so just, I don't know, it, I went in completely expectation-less, because I knew with J.G. coming back, it was probably going to be a little muddy. And then after seeing Watchmen kind of conclude the way it did, I was like, man, it's just, it, I don't think it's going to be fair to hold anything to that standard. So I'm just going to go in just completely f- you know, free of anything and just sort of e- enjoy it as it as it is. And I think for under those circumstances, it, it was as good as it could have been we could have expected but i had hmm. the more i think about it the more i'm like man just so much of it didn't make any goddamn sense like just really yeah
0: interesting so uh, I, that's funny that you went in with no expectations and came out with just sort of a uh, like a less excited feeling for, and don't i went wrong. in with pretty high expectations and oh, you did? came out okay. came out pretty satisfied
1: interesting for, i mean there you was know, some there were some great moments. Don't get me wrong. There were some really great moments that I wish, and it almost made it like the ones that I would say maybe 30% of it. I really was like, Oh man, that's great. Usually anything involving Ray and Kylo Ren, like anytime they're together or anything involving them, I was on board with, but man, it, I, and I'd, I'd seen some reviews allude to this, but I didn't realize how severe it was that first 45 minutes. It's like seeing six, 10 year old kids at a birthday party explain in rapid fire succession, everything they ever wanted to see in a star Wars movie. And they just made that he was like, Hey, we're going here. And hey, we're going here. I'm just like constantly moving from scene to scene to the point where there was even one scene. I forget which one exactly, but, um, Oh, what's his name? The actor, Rupert e. grant who, or sorry, Richard E. Grant Richard. Who, yeah got perfect no. perfect casting there i mean he's he was i'm glad they snuck him at the, before the end because he makes the perfect sort of empire uh, officer he's just built for it but there's a, a
0: to such a degree that you think that he played tarkin in. yes
1: the or at least he trilogy. was there he <laughs> was cast like, wait
0: is, is he computer generated from the 80s <laughs> <laughs> well i actually
1: yeah. had to pause myself i'm like mate was he was a younger richard e grant like in the original movies and they just as like a extra or something we just didn't know might be fun um but no but there's a scene in the first 45 minutes where he's delivering dialogue, and it's almost like he has to spit it out as fast as he can because the scene's going to change again and just cut him off. He's like, and then just literally cuts. And so this this breathlessly, it, it felt like he, J.J. was breathlessly trying to give us what Last Jedi would have been had he done it, and then and I, just like put it out there. And, then, and now here's my third movie. And, and so that, that was just jarring.
0: In fairness to your point, I felt that a little bit too, like J.J. was trying to explain a bunch of stuff, Quickly, And it was bouncing from like scene to scene to scene to scene. And it's so quickly, but, uh, after, so then there's, then there's a moment when, um, uh, they get to the, one of those moons of Endor or whatever. And, um, where the, the crazy ocean is, you know? Yeah. And when Ray goes out there. That was sort of the first really long scene with Ray. Yeah. And it was like, then it all kind of settles, you know, and you realize, and like, that's where the, the story part of it really takes off. Mm-hmm. And so it was only kind of after viewing it all that I thought, you know what, this, that not necessarily rapid fire, but that like scene to scene cutting has always been a Star Wars trope to the extent that. There is now something called the star wipe on, you know, <laughs> iMovie, which is like the the like uh, fade in out that Lucas did so often in oh, the original trilogy, and, and, you know? Yeah. So,
1: but the difference here is that like, you know, in those older movies, it would, it would wipe and you'd see like an establishing shot of a planet and then would push in mm. a little bit and it would take its time. <laughs> this one, it's like no time. <laughs> it's just like planet. We're not going to show you the planet here. It's, we're there. We're there now. And then now we're over here. It just, it was so fast. And then on top of that, it, it just felt like, and I, this may sound controversial, but like the inclusion of any of the Princess Leia scenes just felt so. I almost wish they had opened with like her funeral, like and you mm. know Princess Leia, General Organa died, and like we'll we'll we you know she's she helped you know spark the light, but we're you know we'll we'll carry on without her just because it felt. All those scenes were from another movie, so it just kind of felt weird, kind of phantom-like, that right. they're just trying to like insert them in, and you can kind of see some of the effects where they clearly cut her out of another background and like put her in. I was just like, mm. I don't know if that was the best idea, but it w- I couldn't even ponder that so much because it just kept going. Like b- Before you even stopped to think about what you were watching, mm. it was like, on to the next one, on to the next one, and Lando's there too, and then now he's gone, and now we're on to the next one. I was just like, Christ almighty, just slow well, down.
0: I, it's, I mean, this is all interesting to hear because I remember the last time I watched Empire Strikes Back, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I did not remember that it, like, jumped around so much. Mm. Um, so I guess the way I watched it was that this was th- this is the end of the trilogy here. And we all know that it's a this is the last part of a to be continued kind of story. So there's no time to really, you know, set the, t- the table has been set. So just start eating. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, but, yeah, I did feel that like rapid fire thing. And but then I, I felt, you know, one, like I said, once it got to indoor or wherever they were when she's uh, off on the old Death Star, um, uh, I, that was where I was like. In fully, you know. Yeah,
1: that was a great scene. Um, I love that sequence.
0: But to back up a little bit, too, because it's funny, I had avoided spoilers to such an extent that I didn't even understand that Palpatine was in this. (laughs) And I guess that was in a trailer for you controversy. No, uh, because earlier in the day, um, I was having coffee with our um, friend of the pod, Boris, and he he said something about Palpatine being in it. And I was like, Palpatine's in it. And he was (laughs) instantly apologetic, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you didn't see that. But I did love that, like the crawl mentions Palpatine, and it was like we knew from the second it started, like oh, there it is, um, and I, I well, I'll just pause there and say, how did you you probably knew Palpatine was going to be in it? How did you feel about his appearance in
1: the movie? I mean, yes, I knew he was going to be in it. I, I mean, it could have easily just been like uh, I, I sort of was thinking, oh, he'll be sort of like a side quest or something. He'll be like a, uh, you know, there'll be like a hologram of him that will be like haunting everything. But then to see in the first five minutes, they're just like, oh no, here he is. He is alive. Right. Don't don't worry about how. Um, (laughs) And don't worry about the fact that, you know, with some sort of nameless force, he's built all of these superstar destroyers with no one to pilot them. That doesn't. is, don't worry about any of that. Just enjoy this. And I don't know, it was... Yeah, it was. It was in one way they had to show him and they had to say his name because half the audience does not know his name as Palpatine. They just know him as the Emperor. So they had to, you know, really establish that. So when the reveal of Rey came down, it's like, oh, that's that's the name of the Emperor. Like they had to really. It's not like Skywalker (laughs) where they're like everybody just knows. Um, they had to really nail that down. So then, you know, just seeing him in the beginning, it just I felt like. I mean, why couldn't it have just been Snoke, right? Like, why couldn't it have just been, um, you know, this Snoke was just constantly cloned, and he, you know, he was alive. It could have been the same, like Sith Temple. All of that could have still been exactly the same. It just felt weird that that somehow inexplicably he's still alive and you could say, well, they cloned him. I'm like, okay, but then who's they like, why don't they, why don't we get more of like the team behind who brought Palpatine back and what their motives are. It's just, that just was really glossed over. And then more annoyingly, it's like, Oh, and we Frankenstein Snoke together. So my thought is immediately I'm going, okay, so you created in a vat a incredibly uh, force powerful kind of, being and you can do it again anytime you want why do you need ray why not just create any form that you want and just palpatine spirit can go into that like i just it seemed weird that they built this guy and it wasn't even it just felt like well jj I, I came in and went nah I'm not interested in that anymore let's just have palpatine come back which had just have been him from the beginning oh, oh oh built 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 snoke as the character. yeah snoke then, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah um I, I definitely didn't think at all that this was like a clone of Palpatine or any sort of construct. Or I just thought this is him. Like I just took it at face value of what they said. He'd been hiding out in this, you know, weird exical uh, ghost planet or whatever. Um, I do you think this was Abrams' original vision? Did he? Do you think that like when he foresaw this last trilogy, he saw it as like an an echo of the original trilogy? But Palpatine was the father.
1: Not at all. Not at all. You think think this was... I think it was going to be Snoke until Ryan Johnson killed him off. And he's like, well, damn it. Oh, okay.
0: I see what you're saying. That's interesting.
1: He said all this emotion. I'm convinced he had a plan for Snoke. That probably would have Mm. ended up here anyway. But Ryan Johnson changed and shivved with so many of those ideas (laughs) that Mm. he's like, well, all right, then I guess we'll just make it this. And it's, you know, you can almost see Snoke having been kind of that saying, you know, like, you know, Kylo Ren gets there and Snoke's just, you know, there again. And it's like, what? What? Oh, yeah. Because they've already established that cloning is a technology in the Star Wars universe. So that's not yeah, – right, they don't right, have right. to waste time on that. But then just this idea – it would just be kind of cool that, like, this this inexplicable guy has just sort of infiltrated the, the Sith and is just controlling everything. That would have been – oh, that would have been way more cool. I just yeah. – these, these – there was well, too I, much hubris to – things like Palpatine and then Lando didn't really serve the story so much as they're just like, this is cool. Right. You want to see you, well, all, you, all you fans yeah, want to see this, this old stuff. Here you go. Lando. It
0: definitely felt like, uh, was fan service, you know, I, like I wish he'd had more to do or something. Um, like more was more integral to the part, but it yeah. was, yeah. you know, to me, it was like <laughs> the way he appeared. I was like, that's Lando. <laughs> as soon yeah. as they you know showed the the disguise that he wears in Jabba's um oh yeah, hut, yeah, yeah. you know i was like there he is uh, and i also did not know that billy D. williams would be in it uh, nor harrison ford um i didn't... Harrison
1: i love my favorite scene in the entire thing was when uh, Han Solo appears as I, not a force ghost. I think it was an actual memory, um, yeah. appears to, to Kylo like that. Just, that was beautiful. And then they repeated the same lines. Like, I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And on this yeah. time it's, it's the opposite choice. Yes. Yeah. That was wonderful.
0: That was enough, uh, redemption for me, for Kylo like that. And so I'm glad we, we circle back to that. Cause that's, um, having Ray, you know, um, heal him and him understand like him in that moment sort of understand the difference between the dark and light side. I thought was like mm-hmm. that that was enough for me if he had somehow like joined the army and become the new Poe and like, you know, like she's bringing him back to the resistance, like base. No, no, no. Trust me. He's a good guy now like that. I would not have bought for one second. No, no. So to have him, um, play the role that he did, I thought was perfect, really hated the kiss at the end that was kind of looked too romantic. Mm. Um, and I didn't understand why she wanted to call him Ben. It's like, well, you never knew him as Ben. I don't, what, what does that even mean to you? You know, I think
1: in that regard that she just wanted him to, yeah, maybe it, it was all to just who com- he really was. Yeah. Like, you know, she saw good in him, just like Luke saw good in Vader. It's like, you know, you're my father. Like, you know, Luke was Luke was playing the, the mind games with Vader, you know, throughout all of Return of the Jedi, like really like trying to turn him. And I think Rey, the yeah, yeah. same way, it was like, hey, man, like Ray saw this it, broken little boy who grew yes. up to be this. And she's like, if I can just help you get to that again, you might find some sort of happiness in your life.
0: Yeah, it just never seemed like she was she was the one convincing where like in Luke's, it definitely felt felt like Luke was making the argument to Vader. And in this, it was just her resisting, you know, always saying like, I'll never join you or we'll see. I hated that line, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, we'll, well, see. we'll see about that. <laughs> Time will tell, I guess. Um, uh, but yeah, that was enough redemption to me uh, you know, for me, um, the, <laughs> I just I'm, – I'm fascinated by – I don't I, I don't think Palpatine was the way to go, but if I wanted to nitpick, like, the universe, I didn't need to see him for fan service, no. you know? I never liked Palpatine, <laughs> always wanted that character to end, uh, was – Interested in his rise through the prequels, but I felt like they could have told the story of his rise in about thirty minutes, and that could have been
1: mm-hmm. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well you McDermott, man, like talk about yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Talk about that guy. He played Palpatine when he was like what thirty-five for the first time in the eighties, like maybe maybe forty years old, something yeah. like that. He wasn't old, and they so to see, they this...
0: had to regrow his fingers for this role. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was real, that was real footage. Yeah. No, then to see him, like, then get to play the character in real time, like at the actual age he was supposed to be yeah. in the prequels, and then come back again, and just, I mean, how awesome for him, and just, at the very least, it was cool just to see that actor get to just reprise it one more time, because I, uh, of all the moments in Star Wars, one of my absolute favorite across all the movies was when he and Anakin are sitting in the theater, and he's telling him the story of Darth Plagueis, the wise, Mm. And like Ian McDermott's just like, he's just n- nuancing every single word. And you're just like, God, I would love to see more with this guy. I didn't, it just, it felt so like we had. That whole character
0: life, could have been CGI'd for this movie.
1: It could have been. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Little, I mean, that has that another problem. Like, there was so much Uncanny Valley and just CGI in this whole thing. I'm mm. like, dude, it's why you, you, he took JJ took such great pains and uh, Force Awakens to make as much practical as he possibly could, and yeah. it showed. And in this, it's just like, nah, we don't we don't have any time. Like, CGI at all, and it's just like, I all right, I guess. Um, the other thing with the the other thing with Palpatine though is that I don't, I just don't like the idea that Ray was his granddaughter. Who was no, the grandmother? Right, but... Like, was this like Adrian Veidt where he just had, you know, he shoots his load into jars and just kind of impregnated random women throughout the universe to like pass on his DNA because who, his son, Ray's father, would have come from somebody. It's just, it's just odd that the, like that, that's even a thing. It's like, I wish they, if they were going to go down that road, then we kind of deserve a more sophisticated explanation instead of just like a hand wavy, like hey, it was your mom and dad and who cares how that happened and doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, it's like, was was his son a clone of him? Like, there's just so many questions. It's like we didn't. I actually preferred Ryan Johnson's solution to that, which was your parents are nobody and you're nobody, and like you're nobody special. Like that gave Ray her own agency, and then JJ just reversed that too. It's like no, no, no. Yeah. no she was somebody I, from the beginning. Damn it.
0: That's <laughs> what. That's what I think is the interesting tension here is that in my mind, like the um, and I, I don't hate on Rise of Skywalker, but um, I thought. I liked Ryan Johnson's direction better for all the characters. Like I liked him expanding the universe and saying like, sure, there's going to be some of that rhyming element that Lucas loves so much, but that's not all there's going to be, you know, (laughs) like people are going to have like more backstories and things like that. And then for JJ to go, no, 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 no. It was just supposed to rhyme from the start. (laughs) Um, So that's why I'm curious if he, You know, I wonder if like Rey was originally some sort of relation to Snoke or something. You know, we all speculated after Force Awakens, like, is she a Skywalker? Is she, you know, a
1: Kenobi? What is the what's the story with her? Um, I would have much rather her, been if they're going to, if they were going to do this fan service thing, I would have much rather her been a Kenobi. It just, oh, would have yeah. been, you know, it, it would have made more sense. You know, Obi-Wan on Tatooine might've had, you know, there might've been some side story that we would have seen. And maybe the Disney, cause Disney plus is doing a, a Ben Kenobi series. Um, there would have been some, you know, like he met some woman and fell in love, you know, for a brief moment and, and then, yeah. you know, Obi-Wan's her grandfather. That would have been cool because then it would have made perfect. It just would have aligned better. It's like, oh, okay, I can see how that happened. It's cool that you're, you know, that the legacy of the Kenobis goes on. And then she just, it just would have made more sense. Um, And then it would have made sense to why the Emperor, even if you want to throw in Snoke or the Emperor, like why they would want her because she has this sort of lineage. Mm-hmm. um. Anyway, I just, I, and I like, and it would still, it would have satisfied, you know, when, um, when Kylo Ren tells her that, you know, we're, we're, we form a dyad in the forest. That's why we, we have these extra special powers because we're sort of these, you know, these offspring of this legacy that uh, mm. a lot of it reminded me of Dune. It was very strange. It was almost like, mm-hmm. like he almost said, like he didn't say it, but it, I was almost expecting him to say, Queed Sock Haderach. Like, you know, when he's talking about like you and I are like this sort of the natural evolution of this bloodline down to this point. And then, you know, bringing in things like spice running. And I'm just like, can we just see Dune? Let's just watch that. But then he, but Kylo Ren said that he, would have still worked and it would have worked even better if the grandson of Darth Vader and the grandson of Ben Kenobi or so the granddaughter of Ben Kenobi like formed this diet like that would have been cooler I just if they Mm. wanted to go down that road and not make it original then at least make it make sense and I just that (laughs) uh,
0: yeah I, I you know um because it's, yeah, it's just all interesting to look at the, you know, uh, one of Boris's other comments was that he just hated the force awakens. He's a huge prequels fan, uh, Boris, Wait. really real. That's what I want to get out in the universe is that, uh, Boris loves the prequels. Wow. Um, Somebody, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, he just hated the force awakens. He thought JJ Abrams, uh, his, his quote was, um, JJ Abrams, uh, May, was was finally able to make the Star Wars movie he always wanted to make. It just turned out it was one he'd seen 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um so the the tension between those two these two storytellers that we've gotten, like Ryan Johnson and JJ, is it, it, that's really of like utmost interest to me. I'm just I'm you know, uh boy, wow, I I didn't I didn't expect this coming into this conversation with you. I didn't think I would be like a like uh, taking sides on uh, Ryan Johnson, J.B.J. Abrams. Not that you're taking sides either. I'm just. I mean, uh, if I
1: had it my way, I would have rather seen all three movies written and directed by Ryan Johnson because he was at
0: least right, right.
1: poking at something new and interesting. But we yeah. can't have this like. You know, in the original three, you know, the the George Lucas three, George Lucas wrote the script for all three. It was supposed to be one, and he split it into three. He directed the first one, obviously. And then the second and third one, he produced and uh, wrote, but he didn't direct. But it was still his story. That's why they all kind of fit together with maybe a slightly different stylistic point of view as a different director came in. That would have been ideal for this. Like, you can have as many different, you know, eyes looking at the camera as you want, but it just baffles the mind that there wasn't a, a cohesive, like, you know, Hey, here's the outline. Here's the scripts. You know, Kathleen Kennedy's running it like Kevin Feige would. And it's just, it's all going to fit together. None of that happened. It was like one movie. Okay. Ryan, do whatever you want to do. You know, the, the show is yours. Here you go. And he's like, okay. And then he leaves and they're like, JJ's like, Oh, he, he, I mean, think about all the things that Ryan changed. And then that JJ changed. I mean, we barely saw, uh, Rose Tico in this entire movie which is interesting because I thought the way well, her character worked in this I actually liked her character here better than Last Jedi. Oh, I was like, oh man she's got, she's competent, she's got more agency she's like she's just more, she's what? much more like her sister who died she was Ugh. she was Dory in Last Jedi Let's, I mean, come on, she just sort of Listen, flailed around helplessly I uh,
0: emphatically disagree I felt like what JJ did in this one was turn Rose into the hard power a uh, female that he wanted to see uh, and he did not accept the soft power like like to me, like because Rose is the one that puts together how they're being tracked through light space yeah. in Last Jedi. That's true. Yeah. She is a doer. She's the one that mechanically, you know, she's an engineer and she's like, hey, I, I figured out how they're doing this. Um, she is essential to that. And in this one, it's like she's just given a gun and told to run alongside a spacecraft, like, question mark in space in an atmosphere. I don't know. She's not on a horse.
1: Fair enough. But Um, then, like, her character was – I mean, she wasn't even needed. You could have saw this movie without even seeing her, and the story would have worked exactly the same.
0: No, I totally agree. Yeah, it's like J.J. didn't know what to do with her.
1: Exactly. he was like, I can't ever teach
0: another, like, you know, lesson about love, so let's just – put a blaster in he her hand have, and never I run mean, around.
1: He could have given her all the scenes he gave to freaking Dominic Monahan, which we saw like in every other shot was there's So there's, what was that? that, could have just that. I don't, know, but that could have been just that character could have just, all that could have been Rose's stuff. That would have been cool. So it's like, okay, he didn't know what to do with her, but she still has agency in the movie. Um, she's at least recognized as an important part and not some weird background character that we're never going to see again. It's like, she wasn't even there at the end. It was just like, you know, right. she didn't kind of run up and hug. It's just like, no, forget her. She wasn't really part of this the whole time. And by the way, here's two new characters that you're never going to see again. I got to talk about Dominic Monaghan. <laughs> what,
0: the hell was he doing in this movie? I don't know. I just, are they like a JJ and he are just great buds? Like well, from
1: Lost, from the, from the Lost days? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. there was, yeah. if you think about, well, there where was, was Jack? Well, where was that, were, that guy with people, the. <laughs> there were a couple Lost cameos in the Forest Awakens, too. I mean, like. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's J.J.'s notorious for putting like, I mean, Greg, freaking Greg Grunberg is in every J.J. Abrams thing ever. Um, You know, he's uh, he's like to J.J. J. Abrams as um, Sam Raimi's brother is to all Sam Raimi movies. I forget his <laughs> name. He just he pops I, up I, all the time. I was thinking of the Howard brother. That's oh, that's too. Oh, yeah. 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 That's even better. No, you're right. No, but Greg Grunberg is that for – if you don't know who that is, he's, he was on Heroes. But Google him. You'll know him as, the second you see him. He's the kind of heavier bearded guy. Um, but, yeah, Dominic just shows up and he's so uh,
0: recognizable. Yeah, it was, I thought that was just a terrible idea. Yeah. Like, and, and if it had been a walk-on kind of cameo, uh, I mean I would have groaned, but fine but like to have him like can constantly reappear you're totally right they should have just given that to rose
1: it's weird but yeah it's just, it's very strange and it's like I, that was that was odd and, and strange as let me just i'm trying to think of all the all the different you know we talked at during watchmen about creator hubris and yeah. how um you know harry potter went off the rails cuz uh J.K. Rowling just you know she, no there was nobody there to tell her no necessarily the the prequels love them or hate them were not as good as the first 3 movies because uh uh George Lucas didn't have somebody there telling him no it just and i feel yeah. like JJ same thing it's like nobody i didn't see any any restraint <laughs> that that was yeah. probably my and you know if i was a 10 year old kid i would have probably adored this movie to no end because yeah. it does it does because it moves so frantically it does Um, you know, warrant repeat viewings. I'm gonna see stuff I didn't see at all the first time because I just my eyes couldn't jump. So that's kind of cool. And it's it's also not like a complex
0: narrative like Watchmen. It's not you know it's not meant to be like that kind of thing.
1: But I just, I mean, there's so much. Like, even Poe Dammer, Poe's character, almost. It's like JJ also wanted to direct Indiana Jones, so he just made Poe Indiana Jones for the sake of it. And it's like, man, which I was like, I would much rather just see Indiana Jones with Oscar Isaac, and just let's just do that and not try to shoehorn it into this, because it, <laughs> it, it was like a competing movie that I wanted to see equally as much. And I'm like, I don't, Poe was never <sighs> like this in the other two. I don't know why was, no. he's like you're, running you're around. Reminding
0: <laughs> Go yeah, ahead. you're reminding me of the things that like drove me crazy, um, in that first like frantic thing with this like weird reveal that Poe was like not always on the side of the law or something. Yeah, um, like, was like, I'm wait, this- what? Oh. <laughs> and there's a there's a moment where um, Ray says, "Yeah, I'm going alone" or whatever, and uh, then Finn, I think, is the one that says, "Oh, then we'll we'll go alone together." And I in my head heard Ray's voice saying you're right new Lando (laughs) new Han Solo and new Leia are gonna grab new Lando and head out with Chewbacca because it was just like at that moment it was so like oh boy guys like I wish you'd had a I mean I I think their heart was in the right place like narratively it made sense it was just the way that dialogue was delivered (laughs) that made me think (laughs) You know, there was like a shot of the three of them with Chewbacca yep. and it was like, yep. yep, this is like Han, Leia, Chewie. And, um, I'll tell you another missed opportunity, by the way. Um, gosh, how did the scene get, uh, put to- oh, when Ray is in the, um, uh, destroyer and facing Kylo and she looks off the edge of it. So uh, once again, like, I don't know how you can just sort of look out into space or if that was space or whatever, um, but, uh, then the the Millennium Falcon shows up and turns around and like turns on its engine and like knocks everybody over. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, this scene? yeah,, yeah, I so wish that we hadn't seen the Millennium Falcon right there and that she had just dropped off into space, yeah. And then we had had yeah. her like have a have a Luke like have a rhyming scene from Luke hanging onto the antenna. Yeah, like at Bespin or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was what I was waiting for. I was like, that—that's like gonna make it for me.
1: <laughs> I kind of thought that's where that was headed. I was like, and yeah, I'm surprised when it did not. Yeah, yeah and maybe I maybe
0: we'll maybe, maybe that's why. Up. Maybe that's why you know. Maybe JJ saw that about to happen. Was like, you know what? I'm not gonna just totally reshoot every everything <laughs> from the original trilogy. To be even more
1: clever, to be even more clever, I'm just gonna subvert it. <laughs> that's I'm like, yeah, I yeah. Just, Here's a question. Okay. I'm just, I'm kind of thinking through all this while I have, while it's in my mind. Were you at all surprised with the final truthful reveal of who Ray's parents were? Does that, did that work for you? Did you like it? Did you not like it? I, I can't say I like
0: saw it coming, like once I knew Palpatine was in it, but it was, I was not exactly surprised. Mm. Uh, It did not impact me in, Perhaps the way it was supposed to, because I did feel like, wow, you're just taking, you know, the same trope of like, you know, we got to have an evil, she's got to have an evil father or something. Who do
1: you think the grandmother um, right. is? Let me bring that back up. Cause that, that's been, but that's the one thing there's a lot of logic failure in this and I can go through it if you want. But the one, the, the biggest one of all is like, who the hell is the grandmother? Is it, do you, I mean, do you think it is a Adrian Veidt kind of situation where it's like, <laughs> I'm just going to spread my seed Genghis Kong style across the universe and see what happens.
0: I, you know, it's the problem with like the all superhero movies when they fight some sort of godlike power. Like I just didn't, I, I just sort of I just sort of accepted like that there is this monster that we can't explain and somehow he had a child.
1: I mean <laughs> it is it is there's that precedent. That child had
0: a child, you know.
1: I just realized there's precedent for it. He did manifest Anakin and Annika I mean Annika's mom was did a virginal birth, yeah. Um basically oh it's, And so it's kind of I mean I that was even, that's what the prequels None no, of the prequels heavily allude they don't say it explicitly but they heavily allude to it that like Palpatine sort of used the force to generate Anakin and maybe that's the same thing that happened to his quote unquote son. Um I don't just it seems it just there was there were just so much that was my my biggest kind of logic failure and the other one was just how he's got what let's just assume there's a hundred superstar destroyers that kind of burst out of, of the planet at the beginning. Each one of those, if you want to get really nitpicky, each one of those requires like what a couple thousand, you know, uh, people to yeah. pilot it and manage it. So where all of a sudden did they get like, you know, 700,000 to a million new tr- I that mean, no one knew how, about, and how did they all get there? And then what you, where did they all come from? And well, like, what
0: about and, the Coliseum full of just Sith worshippers? Like who, well,
1: who, and who are they? Yeah. And where did they go? Um, <laughs> were they just ghosts that were? It seemed I, my mind just went. Oh, they're just kind of. They're probably just Sith uh-huh. ghosts who just sort of assembled. Um, I guess I. Uh,
0: Did you uh, get the? Did you get the feeling that they were working really hard not to use the word clone?
1: (laughs) Yes, I just wish they had. I'm like, we've got, there's a whole movie called The Clone Wars, or at least there's a show called The Clone. Yeah, Yeah, but then the second one, the the second one, yeah, it dealt with it. So it's like, it's not like they have to, everybody knows what what that is. I just wish they had, and they showed like the Snow clones in the vats it's like oh we could just make more of him if we wanted mm. so i'm like what, what What? one thing i did it's it's just it's so weird because there were so many competing ideas for attention to this thing that the, there was a couple i really like i, I, I want to be positive too like carrie russell's character wish i could have seen a whole movie i want a whole movie with just her yeah. and poe just show me that movie like that would have been cool um you know, because that you know Zori Bliss and the fact that they kind of played a um a Captain Phasma thing with her. They never showed mm-hmm. her face. You know, her eyes for a, a brief moment, but it's she stayed under that helmet the entire time. That was kind of cool. Which she, is great because everybody thought yeah. that was going to be uh, Ray's mom. Like she will be playing Ray's mom in a flashback or something. Oh right. right Glad right, right. that's not the case. I like this better.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I like that character. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it Poe with her in another movie. <laughs> I'd Bill. like to just see her, her sort of uh, you know resistance or criminal shadiness like with somebody else. That'd be great. Um, although she was the only age-appropriate friend for Poe. There's a that's scene true. at the end where they're yeah. hugging each other, and I'm like, yeah, you're 20 years older than your best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mm-hmm. weird. Uh, you know, that's fine. <laughs>
1: do, do you? Want, I mean, I the other thing I felt too was that I kind of wish had one person been manning the ship the entire way through, I feel like we would have had more between Poe, Ren, Poe, Ray, Poe, and Finn in the last movie, because like, I really liked seeing them together a lot, but I'm like, we didn't, that wasn't really earned. Like, you know, Ray and Ray yeah. and Finn were together all of *Force Awakens*. And by the way, of of all the characters to actually develop and create, you know, have an arc for themselves, I would think Finn and Ray definitely. You can you can track yeah. them from a, a starting place and an ending place, and there's growth and development in a very logical yeah. way. Poe, not really. I mean, well, I just see, I love Oscar Isaac, so I'm not gonna you know bad exactly. him, but
0: but see, I thought I thought he was I thought it was great, like. Uh and especially in retrospect and upon rewatching Last Jedi, I loved where his character was there. Because yeah. it was like, yeah. no, no, no. The the young friendship story is really between Finn and Ray. Yes. Because they yes. are the same age and they both have these backgrounds they don't understand and they're finding their place in the resistance. Poe's been in it. Like he's yeah. a veteran, you know? And so for him to screw up so badly on that bombing run and disobey an order from his general, that was like a big deal. You know, it
1: would have, and by the way, it would have been so much more helpful to know his past in that movie when it made sense. It's like, ooh, we shouldn't trust him because he is a sinister kind of character. Like, that was completely invented for this movie. And I'm like, dude, you can't retcon that now. It's too late. Like, it just, it really felt like JJ going, no, 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 no. This is the movie I wanted to, this is the movie we should have had. I also didn't, um, what was it? Where was it? Oh, I didn't really appreciate them taking, you know, they spent an entire movie introducing Rose. Um, you know, say what you will love her, hate her. She was there. Like she was a main character introduced last time. She was sidelined this time. And then we got, um, obviously Carrie, Carrie Russell was fine. I mean, I, I, I appreciated that, but that other new character, I cannot remember the actress's name. Um, who was also a former stormtrooper child who uh, yeah. uh, Finn met? I was like, "Well, <laughs> what? Why do we need this? Like, it just—it just—it seemed like so much stuff without any time to really." delve into it and i like that juxtaposition of like, hey like we're, we're both children who were taken which by the yeah. way i was i was I, I was glad she was in it for one reason alone we heard a lot more so than any other movie we heard more female stormtroopers i think than we've ever heard yeah. before and so i was like are they gonna and then they, they show like i was one too i'm like okay so it is it is, yeah. it is now canon that in this a lot of the stormtroopers are women too great um yeah. naomi Aki thank you yeah <laughs> it just felt it's just weird that she just popped up. And then again, we're never going to see her again, either. It's just, I don't know. just, there's a lot. And they gave them a lot of like scenes together. Like this is, you know, she's going to be important and maybe she and Finn are going to have a relationship. And no, not really. It's just, you know, the general Huck's turn that lasted all of, two minutes <laughs> that kind of made sense though, because it was established last movie that he it's been established the whole time he does not care for kylo ren and especially yeah. after the last movie he's like oh i hate kylo ren so to see him turn not so much of a surprise but then to see him quickly dispatched after being you know such a, a mainstay in these movies and i love Dom gleason too i would have loved to seen more interplay between him and and richard e grant if there was time yeah um just you know, Richard E. Grant seemed like he was he was sort of jockeying for that position that that Hux had. Um, yeah. Hux and Pride, that would be a Great, great buddy cop movie, General Pride <laughs> and General Hux. But I don't. Know, oh. it, just, it was. I did like the reveal where, especially when Poe was like, "You, you, I'm the spy idiot." Like, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: No, was kind of um, I did to, um, uh, uh, make fun of this universe that I love so much. Uh, I appreciate that through 11 movies, the, um, hierarchy of ranks in what seemed to be disciplined armies is <laughs> nonsense from start to finish. Yep. Um, I rem- remember, in the prequels thinking, well, even in the, in the original trilogy where it's like, you've got an emperor and all these people in like uniform. And then there's just Darth Vader, but he somehow commands people like, I don't, you know, he seems he seems like sort of your rogue element. Like Darth this is Vader just your, is like your hired uh, assassin, but somehow he, he's the leader of the TIE fighter army. So what?
1: Darth um, Vader is like the chief imagination officer in a bullshit startup. It's like, <laughs> he doesn't really have a re, like a, a specific traditional job, but he's here and we, he's just, we just let yeah. him kind of do whatever he wants. And um, he only has to answer to the, the, the founder and that's kind of it, but he's sort of they're rubbing everybody the wrong way and just, you know, whatever. <laughs>
0: And then you get the prequels where, for some reason, they elect a queen, question mark. Like, I've never understood that. Like, why did you even have to call her queen? Why didn't you just call her prime minister or something? Um, and then there's all this, like, senatorial nonsense where some people – I get I don't know. I never really understood that all those people were democratically elected or whatever. Um, and then there's the newest trilogy where <laughs> there's a supreme leader, another, like, rogue, just Darth element in Kylo Ren, uh, then a general – <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh i just you know and there's admirals in the rebellion and the resistance there's moths um, the governors they, and all right that. yeah i didn't even know that was a title until uh, uh someone told me recently um i there's a moment where the Richard E. grant character i think says something like impossible they don't have a navy and oh yeah I, <laughs> um there's a and granted it is a it is a great like uh a tear jerk moment where they call in Red Five um, when uh, Ray appears in Luke's old uh, uh, X Wing. But. Um I in in looking that up to make sure I was correct that it was red 5. I learned that that was actually the position that Luke was within that formation. Oh, okay. So once you're in a different formation, that wasn't his call sign. Your number would have just changed. Like you might have oh. been you might have just been gold 3 in the, the next time you went out or you know I see. like he was probably in the red squadron and would just always be a red position, but um he got that position from some other red 5 that in canon was like killed. So Luke just sort of moved up into the red five position. So anyway, it's like they just have titles that don't make any sense. And I think that's pretty amusing now with the whole thing concluded.
1: I didn't realize that the ending of the movie, like the great, the great heroic moment was going to be a a complete ripoff of the ending of pirate radio when spoilers, (laughs) the ship is sinking and like all of the listeners get on their own boats and they're like, it's just this, this, this epic shot of like all these boats racing out into the North Atlantic to save the, the pirate radio people. And it's just, you know, here they all are. yeah, Yeah. You know.
0: It is. a. It, it, unfortunately, that's like a Star Wars trope, right? That like when help arrives, it arrives like in mass and not yeah. just Star Wars, but like just a movie, a big blockbuster movie thing. Um, and I was wishing that they had because when they called that, like, well, we'll just call in all our friends. You know, you're not alone. Uh, the Empire's just trying to make you think you're alone. That line from Poe. Um, I was hoping for that moment from. Um, oh, my gosh. The name just totally uh, Dunkirk. Oh, Where the, yeah. The story of like the Citizen Navy that went to help, you know, I, I was like, oh, you've got an opportunity. Like if you could just work in like 15 minutes to, you know, telling the story of the Citizen Navy and f- like flashback to those planets that got killed by the Star Killer base, you know, and like, you know, some people escaped and they, you know, they've been out here in the, the you know, vastness of space just waiting for the call or something. Um, I would have thought that was great.
1: One moment that I wish—it it was one of my more favorite moments—but I wish, I wish they had just gone all the way if they were going to do it. Was when Rey, you know, Palpatine sucks the life force out of her, and and Kylo Ren, he kind of restores himself, and then she is hearing the voices of all the fallen Jedi. Which was kind of a cool thing because you got to hear yeah. Aiden Christensen, you got to hear uh, Liam Neeson, and I don't know how much of that was recorded new versus just reappropriated, you know, stock stock audio from previous movies. Didn't pay much attention, and I thought that was a very powerful moment, especially when she's, you know, got she has both lightsabers and she crosses them, and she's basically recreating that scene yeah. where um, Mace Windu, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, first confronts. Um, Palpatine, and like he's the reason his face gets like horribly scarred, and and you know he's basically using his purple lightsaber to push back the the force landing. Same idea, only she's got two and she's stronger. I really, really, I'm like, if you guys are gonna do this why can't we just have the force ghosts of like everybody behind her? Like it would have been really cool. I would have liked that. Oh my God. I mean, you, they could have put a in there. They could have put like Liam Neeson could have come back for like five minutes of costuming to like stand. It just would have been cool to see as their voices are heard. Like they all sort of appear and then like she gets up and like, they're all sort of with her and they, you know, charge with her. And it's just like this, that you could feel literally the history of the, of the, all of star Wars right there. And then just would have made it all the more powerful, I think. And I would have forgiven probably a lot more if they had really gone just think about how epic that would have been. Just seeing everything. Because the, and then it would have shown too, you know, Palpatine says the all of the Sith is in me, and she could be like all the Jedi are in me. You don't see the Sith in him because they're basically just there there's nothing there. It's just it's yeah, pure power. Yeah. With the Jedi, it's it's all of these spirits and all these people that have come before. Like just that would have been a cool contrast visually to have seen. But yeah, yeah interesting. Whatever. No,
0: that's that's a that's a, a great note. Um I <laughs> I, where, where do we end up on this? Like you said, you'll watch it again. I'm I will definitely watch it again. I, we should not that we'll dedicate a whole episode to it again, but, but I do think it would be interesting cause I'm going to for sure rewatch it in the next couple of days, like in the theater oh, with, my, with, okay. with my dad. Um, and so I, I'll be interested to regroup with you. Like even if it's just an intro to one of our other episodes and see like, okay, upon rewatching, what'd you think? You know, um,
1: one final I, question. Well, one, one yeah. final question. Cause I, we kind of glossed over it before. Do you like, the actual character ending for Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think that
0: uh, that was enough. Like I said, that was enough redemption for me.
1: Do you? Are you? Are you happy or annoyed that he died?
0: Extremely happy.
1: Really? Because I just kind of hoping. I honestly, I, I like where it ended up, but I kind of thought he would have to. It, he wouldn't die necessarily, but he would have to go off and spend the rest of his life trying to find redemption and never, you know, basically just be this sort of hermit. Character that just goes and tries to tries to live a life because it, it's it's a little too clean when somebody who's done something so terrible. Um, is just sort of allowed to die on a heroic note I'm like yeah. he should have to live with that a little longer like that's more interesting I
0: agree and I think maybe that's why I didn't like the framing of that kiss like if, yeah. it, had, if it had been a real farewell kiss or like yeah. you know something sadder but it just it was shot the way it, and the looks on their faces was just too much like romantic and it was like yeah. no you don't, you you don't expect him that.
1: to come off the, the falcon with her at the end like you know arm in arm like hey that, we made it
0: <laughs> I would have been furious all is
1: forgiven <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're, like, throwing the, I'm upsetting the table. Yeah, you know, where's my mac and cheese? Oh, um, Do you like yeah, where they, she ended up? Um, yeah, I I like it. I I really liked her growth as a Jedi. And I yeah. guess there's been some uh, bitching about like how all of a sudden she's super powerful. But what I saw in her in the beginning, like you know, like fast cut scenes, was. She is fucking diligent about her training. Yeah. You know, to the extent to like an extent that Luke was not like all Luke wanted to do on Dagobah was leave. And here she is letting Poe run missions because she has to train, Mm -hmm. you know, and Poe's the one that's like, you should have been there with us. And she's going, no, I got to train. And she's got the original text of the Jedi. Like, you know, she is understands her importance and lineage and. You know, that was, I, I don't know. Um, who's
1: complaining that, who's saying that she was too powerful? I think that was a, I think that's like one of the, the gripes from the, but that's, you know, the gripe That's established guy. in The Force Awakens. Like she is, she is unusually powerful. And they're all, they're all, I mean, even Kylo Ren's like, what is the deal with her? Like she's got, and yeah, he's fascinated yeah, by her because she's way more powerful than he would have ever imagined. And he's been training for a long time and she's a noob and he's just like, yeah. what are you doing? You know, so she's had that. You're, I like your point though. Cause she is very, very studious And I like at the very, I was, I was. A little annoyed that they weren't going to show it, and they finally showed she had completed her own lightsaber, and it's a yellow one, and it, it looks yeah. it, just, it looked cool. I was just like, I did like
0: that, that was cool. That's too. great. I
1: didn't know if we were going to get like a um, you know, when we see the 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 brief glimpse of her evil her yeah. evil future with sort of that crazy cool like flip like flip yeah. knife version of the of the Darth Maul lightsaber. Like I'm like maybe it's that because she's got that kind I of thought that uh, too. staff that she carries around. Why not just make it a Darth Maul kind of thing? But maybe 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 she will.
0: Yeah. No, that was all, that was all cool. Um, do so the, uh, maybe this is a good place to end, um, or set us down for landing the, um, rise of Skywalker in that moment when she identifies herself as Skywalker, uh, on Tatooine, what hit me at that moment was like how important this name is and how it's just an adopted name. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I, in my head I, I I guess I'd you know even even knowing better, like knowing it's Leah Organa, right? Um mm-hmm. I I always think of it like it's Luke and Leah and Leia Skywalker. Um mm-hmm. but that's not true because the, the the aunt and uncle weren't actually his aunt and uncle,
1: right? No, that's but, he, we, but, but hey, uh, Anakin Skywalker is his father. So that was carried on like Baru Ber- and, and Owen, they're oh like, oh not okay. That. okay. Yeah, right, right, like, you're right. He Good was he knew he was an adopted, you know, he he knew like his last name was not their own. Um now the Luke, question is
0: uh, well, uh right. Anakin Anakin Skywalker Anakin's name was Skywalker. And that okay. was his mom's so,
1: name if I'm not okay. mistaken. So now
0: now I have yeah
1: it goes back that far. I know I just, it's, now I
0: have problems with Ray calling herself Scott Walker.
1: Yeah, me too. And I'm just like, you know, I, I just wish she would have ended like, my name is just Ray. It's just like, that could have been, you know, cause she mentioned yeah. that, that would've been a callback to before when she's talking, I forget who she, she's talking like a little kid or something. And she's like, you know, like what's your last name? Like, it's just Ray. Um, yeah, she's on that, 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 uh, market planet. Um, and you know, she's interacting and like, what's your last name? Like, it's just Ray. I don't know. And so it would have been cool at the end for her just to be like, no, it's just Ray. Like I am, I am who I am. I am am not connected to this lineage anymore. I mean, it's, I get why they went the way they did. It just, it was kind of a weak, Hmm. weak justification of the title. You know, it's like, you think I thought, honestly, I thought with the rise of Skywalker, I thought they were going to purposely play off the end of the last Jedi, which you saw, across the universe all, anybody could be in, there's all these four sensitive yeah. people even yeah. like even like um, Finn you know, yeah. there's a lot of glimpses of him. And I think when he was, when they were sinking into that quicksand and he's like, Ray, I have something to tell you. It's not, oh, I love you. It's I'm force sensitive too. Like I'm all, I, I think that's what he was going to get at. Mm. Um, And so you, they really built this up that like, you know, all these people and it just would have been cool to see the Jedi are dead, but the Skywalkers, you know, like yeah. anybody who's a force sensitive is basically like a DIY Jedi. That's more important. I thought that's kind of where we were heading and then they just ignored all that. Mm-hmm. So it just, it just felt a little like, I guess, at the very end when he's like, oh, and by the way, the title makes sense because, Ray, tell him, yeah. I'm a Skywalker. That's right. <laughs> Just like, and credits.
0: Yeah, yeah okay.
1: Sorry, I, and by force
0: I, sensitive, we should clarify. You mean they have more mitochlorians in their blood?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I hate that. I'm sorry, Boris. That was the one problem. That, that, that was the one of all the problems with the prequels. The fact that the force is decided by genetic, you know – basically like everybody's drinking kombucha to boost their midichlorians and get the forest like that. Just, I don't, uh, whatever. <laughs> I, I did like one more thing. I did like that. They referenced the holdo maneuver. Um, they Oh, really?
0: Oh, yeah, I did was, not like
1: that. It was actually it was Dominic Monahan, if I'm not mistaken, yep. who who said he's like, why don't we just use the holdo maneuver? Either he said it or he he was the one that responded. That only works one. That only works in the most you know extreme of circumstances, and it only works once. So it's kind of cool that they at least gave they name checked that a little bit, but <laughs> I just
0: I, I did not like that. I thought that was way too meta, <laughs> like like way too fan service-y. Really. Uh. Yeah. And I, and probably because of the fact that it's centered on like Dominic Monahan's face. And I was like, well, oh, dear. it's like,
1: it's like, he, there was another movie that we never saw that he was like a crucial character in and, like, and it led into this. And it's like, wait, wait, whoa. Cause there was the yeah. other, there was a couple other lost alumni in the force awakens that were not in this. And there was no mm-hmm. explanation as to where they went. So maybe we're just like, did they just die? I guess <laughs> uh, I do. one more qu- final question. Who do you think owns the millennium Falcon now?
0: Oh, what a great question! I mean, it it should always be Chewbacca's. Is my feeling fair enough? But but I guess you're getting at the Lando thing, right?
1: Well, Lando's back, and Rey kind of you know kind of treated it like it was her ship too. So I just I always I'm curious. But you're right. It, if it would be anybody's, it would be Chewie's, because um, he lost everything. He lost everybody except for Lando, and he wasn't really that good of friends with Lando. What did we make
0: of Lando's intentions in talking to Naomi Aki's character at the end? Oh, (laughs) well, (sighs) it seemed a little too flirtatious. No,
1: no, not that at all. I was like. Are you a father, father? A
0: father thing? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Are you her dad?" Is that what we're, I mean? Don't just throw that in at the end. Like, I mean, unless you're like, stay tuned to the graphic novel coming from. Yeah, you know, I mean, it just seemed odd to kind of just toss that in. Like, maybe there will be a I, Disney Plus show one day about this. We'll just put this right here. Maybe. It's, it's, I thought just, it was pretty
0: clearly established in Solo that Lando was a robosexual.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could have paid that off too when he was flying the Millennium Falcon. I mean, it just there's. Poor Billy D. He looked so happy to be there and had nothing. Yeah, to he really happy. did. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, y'all still care. I don't have anything to say. Is I'm just going to sit here in the background, but you don't have to talk to me anymore. You
0: I know? do have perfect information on my watch about this spaceship that's been in the desert untouched for <laughs> decades.
1: Yeah, that was a weird – oh, man. I just I, Like I'm saying, you can't think too hard about this. I would say anybody who hasn't seen it who's on the fence just go I, in expectation free and just enjoy the ride for what it is and i think that's the best and that's what i did and just so,
0: yeah so maybe we in there like were do you feel like this was and, and did they, did he bring it in for landing
1: <laughs> <laughs> No <laughs> to use, i mean
0: to use it, our watchman oh were, no
1: Okay. They you know they started off flying to France. Ryan Johnson diverted the plane to uh, to Canada for some reason, and then JJ's like, you know what? F- forget France. We're going to Hong Kong and just like turn the plane around entirely. <laughs> it's like, okay. So they landed. It wasn't where they were headed, but they landed somewhere, I guess, you know. In in terms of it being a a end it, it, the feeling and the closure of an ending, we got that. It's just not the destination we set off for. Okay. I, I I
0: I thought that was a pretty huge task to present to any director. Yeah. To 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 land this ship. And so I I thought JJ did an adequate job. Like yeah, I, I mean did. I liked the movie. I will I think I will like it more upon revisiting it. Um but not my favorite Star Wars movie. But I appreciate that there are, like, so many moving parts, and there are so many people to – stories to wrap up and also, like, just, you know, nods to give to people. Like, yeah. even the uh, – I can't remember her name. Um, Lupita Niago's character. Oh, um, yeah. Giving yeah. the medal to Chewbacca. Like, fan service, cool. yes. Yeah. But, like, kind of a cool – thing to put in there you know because it's almost a secretive thing
1: like yeah, people don't
0: yeah. you know it's not like every viewer knows why that happened so it is kind of cool
1: i um, just realized by the way uh no one really died kylo ren but that doesn't count like, yeah he didn't lose i think everybody was thinking we were going to lose c3po and that did he didn't even lose his memories like for a hot Boy, second and then, and then was... that guy rebooted so like we didn't really lose anybody you know, in the main cast, I thought of, you know, Leia, obviously, but that was, that was going to happen regardless. Um, oh, that, that was my other, my final question. I started to keep tangenting, but I had one more yeah, question. Yeah. Why do you, what was Leia doing? Like, was she, I mean, like, it, it was just, it was weird that she tried to reach out to Ben, but then like, was Ben overwhelmed by that? Just, it was a very, it was very fuzzy. And I just, I, it, it,
0: it was fuzzy and I don't know that we should spend too much time on it, but in Last Jedi, I think Snoke is the one that's like I think he just straight up tells Kylo like I'm the one who's been connecting you and Rey Mm. and I think what was happening in this one was Leia was trying to connect them
1: oh interesting because she doesn't she doesn't fade away until after they connect well no until Ben dies because isn't she laying in state Um, until then Ben dies Kylo Ren dies and then she her body fades away too at the very end like the the blanket drops because Poe comes back in Am I, misunderstanding. My am I misunderstanding
0: mis- this? Fade. No, no, no. But I don't know that that's the right sequence or timing. It may I don't be. know that it's when Ben dies. I, think I like she, your take.
1: I like your take. Yeah. Though, she has to facilitate that connection, but there, it, that doesn't make any sense because Ray and Ben are already there together. This is when yeah. they're fighting on the, on the, uh, you know, the, the ocean world. Um, and then, yeah, she's, she reached are Like, you know, they're like, this this will take, she won't survive this. I'm like, what is she going to do? And then it's, it's just like, she unlocks something in him. I just wish they were more, a little more deliberate or you yeah. heard her voice, like whispered to him or something. I just done it. it, it yeah. I'm glad Carrie Fisher was honored in this. It just seemed, I'm, I almost wish that could, I, I don't know. They couldn't have done it any other way. It just, I wonder what would have been had she not passed? Like what, what you... was the real Leia role going to be? Did you enjoy that little flashback
0: we get to Leia training to be oh, a Jedi?
1: Yes, that was great. Oh, yeah. I thought that was that was more of like a Rogue One kind of thing, which is like, holy yeah. crap, like that's cool. Because you get to see – you never got to see that before. And you never – I mean, truthfully, Knew. you never got to see Luke really training as a Jedi like in, in the way that they do now. Because at that time, you, you didn't have all the CG that you could spin him around with and all this stuff. So you got to see kind of a more modern – you know, interpretation of Luke and then to see the mask come off and the fact that Leia had her own white saber and she trained like that yeah. was just a cool, I'm glad that was the kind of fan service I liked. Right? right. Not don't bring back shit. That's not relevant to the story, but do show me like another, another window into something that makes, that gives us more context. That's like, Oh, that's cool. Now we have the technology to show you this. Um, I really, yeah, I, I, now you got me thinking about that. I almost, I almost want to go back and just watch rogue one just to yeah. remind myself of how this could be mm. done. I want
0: to go back and watch all of them. So that's always a good feeling. Like, well, um, not can. the, not the prequels ever again. You know but, what? Um, yeah.
1: I will, I will argue in, hmm, there are parts of phantom menace that are great and there are parts of. Uh, the third one, I forget the damn title of it. Revenge
0: Rise, of the Sith.
1: Revenge of Sith. There are parts in the Revenge of the Sith that are great. If you can somehow in your brain convince yourself that it's not Hayden Christensen, but some other actor who's uh, better, <laughs> it, it actually kind of works. But here's one more one more final note on this. I'm just thinking, as I'm saying this out loud, it, it occurred to me. Remember in Revenge of the Sith, the whole, uh, Anakin's whole thing is, I know Padme's going to die. I need to use the Force to save her. Palpatine says the only way to really do that is to join the dark side and become a Sith. We now know that's not true at all. He could have stayed a Jedi and could have force healed Padme if he wanted to. So it's like, and granted that was probably not a thing when George Lucas wrote that, but they have now retconned the fact that you can force heal and baby Yoda mm-hmm. does the same thing. Mm. You, so two different you know sources now have like given this force healing thing you know weight, and Anakin didn't have to i mean that's all the more tragic he didn't have to turn he could have stayed a Jedi and maybe found a way to do it i, I don't know it just it's it's interesting to consider that and all the all the kind of what what if i really i'm gonna i'm gonna make a bold claim i think in the next 15 years they're gonna re try to redo the, the prequels i think we're gonna get Whoa. a different. And I don't know if it's going to be a movie. It may be a it may be a graphic novel. It may be a, a TV show. Maybe an animated series. But I think they're going to try to redo it in a way that sort of lines up better. I know that sounds sacrilegious, but I just I I bold. there's <laughs> but, <laughs> bold claim. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't. There's too much, and I know like for the for a whole generation, the prequels are Star Wars, so it's oh, you know no. you can't don't undo that. that. Well, that's true. There's a lot of there's a lot of kids who are who are now adults who are like, Those are my Star Wars movies <laughs> I'm just gonna have to Well, do right, I'm
0: done. If, pe- if people want to hear more of our bold claims <laughs> about Star uh-huh. Wars, where can they find us?
1: You can find us online. We're at panelism.ink, panelism.ink. And that is also our Instagram handle, panelism.ink. And this will be the last show for the year. Um, and then we'll be back, and we'll be back to getting in the books. I think we're going to announce our January book pick um, right after the new year. So stay tuned for that and many other things. If you're listening to this past that, obviously, we Yeah. <laughs> you're too I'm, you're too late. I have officially. This is. The, I've officially lost all my vocabulary. So this is a great time to. I'm glad. I'm glad we. Could, I'm glad we could come to do this. this. This really does tie up many episodes of Star Wars listening. We should create. I think we'll create a playlist that kind of collects oh, it all together. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah we're set the Star Wars, the pandalism Star Wars playlist. Going back to the Todd and Taylor show, man, that goes us so far back but um yeah I'm gl- I'm glad you liked it uh I hope my comments you know entertain those who were sort of on the fence about it like I was and uh, everybody in between so I think we, and like I said we'll probably revisit it later so sure we will and I'm sure we cool. will well until then sir have a great uh holiday have a great new year and we will see uh, well, well we'll talk to you all uh, in 2020 Wow we'll do that